0: Hop in the Mystery Machine. We're back here with Scooby Snacks and Chats on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. I am a holly jolly snowman. My name is Felipe. I'm the titular Brazilian dragon. And today I'm joined by someone who knows how to fix a glockenspiel. It is Jules. Jules, welcome back to the Scooby-Doo podcast.
1: Hi, Felipe. It's so good to be back on the pod.
0: We miss you so much. The last time you were here was Scooby-Doo in Where's My Mummy, which was, I have to assume, three years ago at least. Uh, But what's the life update or the update of things you want to talk about. How are you doing these days in uh February of 2024?
1: Well, I cannot remember where I was <laughs> the last time I recorded with you. But currently, I'm coming well, I'm coming to you live from my apartment in New York City where I am moved out from my parents' house and I'm living the life as a quote-unquote big girl in the city. Um and I have no idea I have, like, no business being here, but that's what I'm yes, doing. Yes, you do.
0: How dare you? Don't talk about I my am, friends. I am like a
1: that. 25-year-old teenage girl.
0: <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> Simply like that.
0: I literally had boy dinner a few days ago. What it was, I don't remember. Um, I it was...
1: every night. It's literally, yes. like, carrots or cauliflower with, like, hummus or guac. It switches.
0: My boy meal is literally, like, microwave vegetables and a stovetop mac and cheese, and that's delicious. my lunch. Boy no, lunch. Delicious. As you yeah. should um but uh we're here to talk about Scooby-Doo Haunted Holidays as the title of this podcast uh refers to uh it's been a minute since we've been on the Scooby-Doo grind but we back uh Jules what is your experience with Scooby-Doo Haunted Holidays (laughs) did you also just watch it this week for the podcast because that's what I did. yeah
1: yeah I just watched it for the pod because like there's so many specials movies and like so many just yeah, the franchise is huge. I didn't even know that this one existed.
0: Oops. Me neither, but it was a bite-sized 22-minute <laughs> episode that we yeah. love. We love to see it. And it was a holiday episode, even though yeah. the holidays we celebrate right now is Valentine's Day or Singles <laughs> Awareness Day, um, yeah, as you. opposed to Christmas. But I love a good Christmas special. They're like Christmas in February. I'm here for it.
1: I mean, I don't know if you listen to the Sabrina Carpenter a Christmas EP that came out
0: a few months ago i have not but i am aware of sabrina well you should be
1: put on it anyways um i still listen to it because i think her songs still slap even in the middle of february
0: um i did listen to the matt rogers christmas album uh which was hilarious
1: i don't know who that is enlighten me
0: he's um he's a podcaster comedian he was in fire island he does las culturistas with Bo and yang um, and hmm. he did, uh, like, songs like Hottest Female Up in Whoville. Um... <laughs> also, It's Christmas, Lube for the Slay, Rockefeller Santa, <laughs> I'ma Have Your Back This Christmas, God and His Tricks, i am a Real. Uh, like, he's he's in, uh, he's a comedian and a podcaster and actor, and he's hilarious.
1: A skinny white twink, we love him. Hottest Female Up in Whoville. <laughs>
0: We're going to do a listening party when you come out to visit in Los Angeles, whether it's June or December. We're going to we're going to party hard. (laughs) Um, Also, like before we get started on this Scooby-Doo podcast, uh, if you don't know Jules, she is obsessed with animation just like I am. What are what are the top three animated movies uh, in your roster these days? Like what is things that people need to watch that are like sleeper picks?
1: Sleeper picks. Oh, that's the thing. I feel like I'm really into like the obviously like mainstream. Okay, go stuff. to the
0: mainstream then. <laughs> but
1: I mean, I'm just gonna go off of like my thing, like ones that like live in my mind rent-free. And there's just like ones that I love. Kiki's delivery service. Classic. Probably like my favorite. Um obviously City Ghibli. Um in i have to say spider-verse as well is up there okay, just like okay. i would watch i watched the t- the first two together back to back last year and i had never seen it and the storytelling the soundtrack just the pacing of both movies like overall like i it, it felt so complete and like to watch them together i i was just blown away and last one i hmm, I, I don't really have one off the top of my head but I, I for whatever reason I just always go back to Shrek.
0: Classic, classic. <laughs> um
1: the humor, and especially in Sh- in Shrek 2. The humor you and think the-
0: human Shrek is hot.
1: He's not my type. Okay. But I, I guess he's like somewhat handsome. I wouldn't really go for him. I feel like so many people but, say do, human I Shrek is hot. I do see the vision. So I can understand the girlies fighting over him.
0: Yeah, no, I totally understand. My dad's trying to call me, so I'm just telling him. I'll call you back in a few minutes. Bye. <laughs> um, Have you seen Klaus?
1: Yes, I have. It's so I
0: good. Like- that, speaking of holiday movies, that's oh, a great one. Yes,
1: holiday movies. Oh, and um, Polar Express is my favorite oh my God. Christmas movie. So good. Favorite Christmas movie, yeah. Overall, it's the Polar Express.
0: It's iconic. Um, What are your favorite holiday specials or movies as we're talking about this right now?
1: Oh, okay. Definitely, my top two specials: the Drake and Josh Christmas special, love it. Drake and Josh, Um, ho ho ho, Merry bathtub, iconic. (laughs) Um, And this was like on Cartoon Network back in the day. Grandma got run
0: over by a reindeer. Yes,
1: yes. (laughs) that little clip of um, Aunt Mel, I think, and the other lady when they're singing with like the. a little like animated scene when they're just dancing and they're like singing about like um grandpa's gonna sue the pants off of santa if something like that do you remember that
0: i vaguely i feel like i haven't seen this movie since i was like eight but i remember watching it i remember like sitting down and watching it on a friday night for sure
1: that that one clip when they're just, it, like,
0: like aired dancing. after all of the christmas dog right
1: oh yeah all of the other reindeer Is that, that one? one yeah yes that one was cute too but it just doesn't like
0: it doesn't do it the same for way. me yeah,
1: as the others, but yeah, all all up there. But of course, most of them are all like animated stuff. Cause yeah, like, life.
0: Did you ever watch uh Snowden at the House of Mouse? No, Which I haven't. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse had a comedy club. The House of Mouse?
1: I I know, yes. And then
0: Snowden at the House of Mouse was my favorite because it was like four little shorts. It was like Mickey's um, Christmas Carol. It was Mickey Nutcracker. There was one about how Donald Duck and his nephews uh, built a snowman. Uh, And then there was, what was the other one? Oh my God. Like those are three of them. Let me look. Snowden at the House of Mouse.
1: (laughs) I love the theme song for that so much.
0: Yeah. No, that was so good that show was amazing pluto's christmas tree with chip and dale oh my god that was from 1952 wow okay Our wow numbers. wow Wow.
1: there's so many classics and like Disney stuff and all, all that stuff that goes back years that i've not seen
0: it's so good so good um Scooby-Doo also has had some good Christmas specials. If you want to go back to the archives, my friend Lindsay joined the podcast to talk about uh, Nutcracker Scoob from the 80s, which was a good time. Uh, but okay. we are here to talk about Scooby-Doo Haunted Holidays. And I had never seen this one before. And I got to say, I had a great time. It was a nice little 22-minute romp through an adventure. I had a good time. It was yeah. it got me in the holiday spirit on, today on this February. <laughs> yeah right
1: i it was a little cheesy i will say but i liked the pacing of it but also when it comes to like children's animation it it kind of is a bit too on the nose Mm -hmm. to make it make sense for the kids so like i I get why it was like written like that
0: but also i was bamboozled i like I thought, it was way too obvious that it would have been Fabian. So I was like, "It's not Fabian. It's gonna be the um actor Santa Claus." I was I was snowed in, like I was at the House of Mouse.
1: Mm. I I didn't think it was Fabian. <laughs> I was I was silly. I th- I however I thought it was him, the uncle, or the uncle's like th- friend yeah I forget his
0: name like the like janitor's dude
1: yeah I thought it was the one of the three of them but I didn't think it was Fabian but I'm I'm a silly goose and yeah. I,
0: I I thought it was thought just it was so was obvious him. that it was Fabian it was. It was. but of course it was him I, I have to like think about history and usually the person who tells the backstory of the town oftentimes I feel like is the culprit because they yeah. like are relying on lore to like be like oh it's the ghost
1: it's been a hot minute since I've watch anything Scooby-related. Last so. one you watched
0: for Where's My Mummy for the podcast?
1: No, I've definitely seen something since then, but I just I'm not a regular viewer. Oh however I do often watch clips of Mystery Incorp right? Mystery Incorpor- Yeah with hot dog water. Huh?
0: Isn't that Velma's girlfriend,
1: hot dog water? I don't know, but I see clips of that on like TikTok
0: yeah Sponged uh somewhere. i need to get in that i'm a uh, bad I, I heard really
1: good things about that one. yeah
0: no i've heard great things um i need to get um, on that
1: and then there's um was it just called velma right the flop yeah, did you <laughs> watch like, it i never watched it i didn't really have an
0: interest in it did get better i'll say that damning with oh, you've
1: seen the whole thing
0: i've seen the whole thing it did slowly I mean, makes- get better but not by much it was. I think. Let me let me look at my rankings from last year for um, my television shows. I ranked them all at the end of the year. Uh, this Velma was my second to last show last year. It was, was at twenty six at twenty seven, uh, only Ow. beating that ninety show.
1: Mm, <laughs> that ninety show. I never even gave that show a chance. I didn't give either of them a chance. Who well, was your number one?
0: Oh, uh, how- never have I ever. I think. Oh!
1: <gasps> okay that i, I watched that last in
0: season in a sitting one sitting
1: yeah mm, me too
0: and at the end i was like
1: because <laughs> so it came out like last june and i like yeah. binge watched it right before it came out
0: and my take about never have i ever is i think you could do another version of the show because i think it's such a unique uh high school series because it has like the celebrity voice you just break I a
1: loved brand tips. new
0: kid but you can use the sherman oaks high sort of setting and then you can have some of the teachers crossover but Davy and her friends can be gone and you don't have to like even bring in her mom or her sis or her cousin like you can like keep it a separate show but just have a couple of the teachers because mr shapiro unhinged that man like wild and i love the guidance counselor i love the principal you could like still have a couple of characters crossover but it could be a completely new kid um and i think I think they should consider it, but I also understand like IPification. People are like exhausted <laughs> by it. Fair. Um, we'll talk about like our pop culture takes at the <sighs> end for sure. Cause I definitely want to ask about uh, what you've been keeping up with, but let's quickly well, go through this recap and then we'll go on tangents of course as well. Cause okay. we always go on tangents here, but uh, we are uh, start the movie off. And uh, first off, what did you think of the little like intro credits? I love them.
1: Already blanking on me. Okay. <laughs> they
0: like had these little animation of like them all in a sled, and it was like very cute. It was like directed and produced by Victor. Oh,
1: okay. Anything.
0: Victor Cook. But yeah. um uh, I we that
1: like at the end. Yeah, I that was also at
0: the end, but they I did one little small one. At the end. <laughs> um uh, but we also get uh so we start the movie off and Scooby and friends are celebrating with the parade, they're Great. all in the costumes, they're enjoying the fun. But um Fred is next to Havros Menkel the owner of Menkel's toy store. And he's unhappy because his toy store isn't doing well. Business wise, the sales are going down and oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry. It just always goes back to a toy store.
0: Yep. Every person's story. Off. I feel like a third of them are about a toy store.
1: Sorry, did me cut you off.
0: No, you're good. This is our podcast. Jules, you <laughs> cut me off whenever, if you have something to say, say it loud and say it proud. Um, Havros is stressed and he's like, okay, I get it, but he's getting paranoid, he's suspicious of it, and Fabian uh, apologizes for his uncle's behavior um, before a monstrous-looking snowman starts uh, attacking them. Scooby and Shaggy run as the snowman chases them, and the snowman causes a blizzard using his breath, which ruins the entire parade spectacle and people run around with ch- like chickens with their heads cut off. Yeah. Um... Do you like a good Christmas parade or a Thanksgiving parade? Maybe,
1: always,
0: always. Um, yeah, if you I were, like uh, if you were in a Christmas parade, what role would you want to have?
1: Um, I mean, there are only so many characters you could choose from. I guess might just have to go with the classic
0: elf. That's a good take. I no, wouldn't so, want to be also, a snowman.
1: Oh, oh, fair. I'm just thinking like that's like a classic like fit that the girlies would go to. True. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't want to be Mrs. Claus. I feel like that's too much. No, out, but...
0: no. I don't want to be Santa Claus. Even though they might typecast me as Santa Claus. Lol. I <laughs> just. Um, I want to be a snowman. Or. Hmm, what else snowman? is there? Could be. No, nah, I don't want to be a reindeer. Yeah, could I could be a gingerbread man
1: oh <gasps> gingy from um
0: shrek oh, not the gumdrop button
1: oh my god that was a good impression
0: i love gingy gingy is underrated in the dreamworks cinematic universe
1: not the gumdrop buttons
0: the muffin <laughs> man
1: do you know the muffin <laughs> i was watching that scene on tiktok like a day or two ago oh
0: my god shrek content is his are are you aware of the shrek 5 rumors yeah I'm so excited! I'm so ready.
1: I think Shrek Five is coming, um, and I. Th- supposedly I
0: think this year, right?
1: I um, I don't think this year, but uh, next
0: year, next year. Sorry.
1: I hear. I think I'm pretty sure Toy Story Five is also coming
0: out. Toy Story Five is supposedly like, coming out. Okay, but this is what I want the plot of Toy Story Five to be. Uh, Bonnie has uh, Andy's kid is about to be born, and Andy goes back to Bonnie and is like, "Hey, and now well, that she's, she's older." I want my toys back. And then they have to go looking for Woody, who's off with Bo Peep, and they come back, and then that is the end. No more Toy Story afterwards. Let these characters sleep.
1: Fair, fair Um, I plot idea, because I have no idea what they're cooking up, and I have no idea what they could even come up with, because... I
0: just don't want to be upset again, because I am sad that Woody and Buzz are no longer friends right now.
1: I... Wait, Really? Because I mean, like, I've, I've seen Toy Story 4. Well, they just ended I, separated. I, blo- like, I, blocked that, with that I blocked that out of my memory because I only associate it with uh, Toy Stories 1 through 3. And that's...
0: The best that's, one is 2, let's be honest.
1: I used to go back and forth between 3 and 2, but I think overall I might have to go with Toy Story 2 because of the nostalgic factor. Yes, yeah, that's
0: definitely.
1: Like, that. I love that the Barbie scene where they're just driving around in Al's toy box.
0: I love Al to my barn. I, sometimes randomly, no one's talking to me and I'm like, I can't believe I have to go all the way to work on a Saturday. Saturday. All the way to work. And then he crosses the street. <laughs>
1: oh, there's like a Twitter page that posts that every Saturday. Have you I seen that?
0: It. Also, that's like the guy from Jurassic Park, Wayne Knight. He's like, that's him. That's Al. I'm like, and then there's also the, like I saw a TikTok the other day that's, like, me trying to do my company-mandated, like, HR things. And it's, like, ham with the clicker. Like, clicking through it. (laughs) Um, Sorry for the podcast listeners. I was tapping my uh, computer to try to recreate it. But um, Rex, I don't want to use my head. I love it. Love it. Um, Also, I can't believe Rex is also Blair Waldorf's stepdad in Gossip Girl. Cyrus? yes cyrus is rex wallace sean
1: oh my god i didn't know yeah. that oh i probably knew that at one point but i just did not
0: he's also um the guy in the incredibles that's mr incredible's boss and then mr incredible throws him through a window he's like wow. not happy bob not wow. happy <laughs> we're just quoting movies to each other this is not a scooby-doo podcast right now but I mean, it, this it, it's
1: is just was a- my mind and free
0: yeah i mean movies this is why we need to do more podcasts together. Honestly, kind of disrespectful that we haven't done more podcasting together.
1: Speaking my language.
0: Yes, I am the box ghost. I don't know why that came out of my body right now, but that. that...
1: No, no, no. Um, what, what was it? Come on, you stupid butterfly. That's one that always is in my mind when free from the Jimmy Neutron movie.
0: Oh my god! Oh, no, I my favorite is like this is the worst halftime show ever when Sheen is like watching the movie. <laughs> that literally made me howl a few years ago when I was watching the movie. <laughs> Um, I, sheen is so funny but we also hate that he went to planet sheen and became a colonizer
1: because uh, he was a comedic relief character yeah. in neutron and i I remember like someone made a point to me in college how comedic relief characters do not make good main characters themselves there's like, a You're whole like wrong. and like that changed my way of thinking because they make spinoffs starting the comedic relief and i'm like you can't centralize their personality based off of like their humor and chaoticness. Like, a, you need more of like a normalized, yeah, main exactly, and then have comedic reliefs to the side. It doesn't really work, vice versa, in my opinion, at least.
0: A hundred percent. There's a reason why we enjoy Jimmy Neutron more than we enjoy Planet Sheen.
1: Mm-hmm. And this might be a hot take, but I like Jimmy Neutron a lot more than the Fairly Odd Parents.
0: I mean, no lies detected. I love both. But
1: I like both. I did
0: pick Jimmy Neutron and like you have to pick five on those Instagram stories. Ah, things. okay. And I did not pick Fairly Odd Parents. I think Fairly Odd Parents was my six that I had to cut out. Like honestly, my hot take, listen, I love Spongebob and I love Jimmy Neutron, but I think Jimmy Neutron per episode has more LOLs, even though Spongebob I feel like has more memes. Fair. I just every time that I watch Jimmy Neutron, there's like something out of pocket that happens mm-hmm. um that just like cracks me up. Like that show is cracked in the best way i
1: need to rewatch jimmy neutron
0: i also need to rewatch it look like, so sometimes i will get super stoned and watch jimmy neutron and it's a good time
1: do you have paramount plus or something i do yeah okay is that the only streaming service i assume you could watch um on? jimmy
0: neutron i think the movie was on hbo max let's see oh. let's see just watch
1: oh also weren't they saying that they're thinking of um merging paramount and peacock
0: I believe I did see that.
1: I saw that on Twitter.
0: Oh, if you have Pluto TV, you can watch Jimmy. Who
1: has Pluto TV? I don't even know what that is. I've it's heard of
0: it. A, it's a one of those channels that like you can watch stuff, but there's commercials, like old school style, like cable, basically.
1: Uh, oh, okay. I have not. It's basically
0: cable. To... Cable. Um. All right. Let's go back to Scooby Doo because uh, Fabian t- brings this. <laughs> Gang into this toy store, and he's like, "Okay, stay safe from the snowman monster and the cold." And he calls them the snowman, the sinister snowman, and explains to the gang about the sinister snowman curse caused by a man named Vladimir Harstikor, who used to live in the old mansion. And he tells the story of the history of the man and his uncle's conflict and the history of it. Um, so the gang decides to go investigate the abandoned old mansion to find out what's happening. They split up. Uh, course they always split up and they pick up clues like the liquid nitrogen the evidence um Mm. the um all the stuff that they find the fireworks and shaggy and scooby get chased again by the sinister snowman um and the whole gang ends up running away from the mansion um i feel like if i was in any of these you could not like i know scooby and shaggy like always like no can we not split up and i would be the same way i'm like no you are not leaving me wandering around this spooky mansion and all the cobwebs in the attic like I will stay, I will sit my foot my ass down, crisscross applesauce with some hot cocoa. You tell me when the mystery's over.
1: And it's always, you know, Daphne and Fred running off together as well. And it just yeah. leaves them love to herself.
0: <laughs> um, I I don't know. Like you I will not participate. You go catch the monster, you come tell me what happens at the end, and I'll take credit for it. Okay. I, I, I'm not a spooky girly. I don't like horror.
1: Um I would just wander with a group. I wouldn't mm-hmm. go alone. Yeah, I'll go
0: with the group if I have to be forced yeah. into it. But I'm not going by myself. Also, I feel like Fred, Daphne, or Velma should like take one for the team and let w- one of them go with Scooby and Shaggy instead of like letting the scaredy cats by themselves and yeah. then the brave ones together.
1: Yeah, such a common joke. Right. But for comedic purposes, you always have to have the two clowns together.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, I love those two. They're so funny. They're so stupid. Great and I agree, um, now they all end up gathering back at Menkel's toy store, and they plot out their next move with Fabian, Scooby, and Shaggy. get into disguises, the rest get frozen though. So, uh, they're yeah. investigating the boiler room. Go ahead.
1: That just bothered me that like the three of them got frozen like so easily. Yeah. So like not how? Not only are, you, like, are
0: they like lazy and of, like, not
1: like dead. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just, like, me being, like, too much of, like, a party pooper and just, like, not, like, believing in, like, the Christmas spirit. Like, oh, my gosh, like, they're going to come back. Like, it's okay. But, like, come on. If someone gets frozen, they're not coming back.
0: Yeah. And, like, I mean, I did laugh earlier in the movie when Shaggy picks up Scooby, who's frozen, um, and he just, like, uses him as a, like, sled. But... (laughs) Also, like, later in the movie when, like, Fred is, like, how does he unfreeze just by himself and then, like, presses the yeah, elevator it's, door it's, I remember that down
1: in my notes. Like, how did he, like, somehow break his arm out or whatever and then just, like, get himself out? And then he, like, presses, like, the button for, like, the elevator. I don't know, but it's giving sexism. Sudden, yeah, he just does whatever and the other two girlies are, like, unfrozen. They, too, just,
0: they like- stay frozen, but Fred somehow is able to get out and then he, like, rescues them. I don't know, yeah, giving damsel on distress.
1: He rescued them with like, pressing some button, like a door or something and just, I don't know, like open yeah. and close, whatever. And when it opens again, they're just like unfrozen. And I wrote that down thinking like, no, I wanted to see something happen. This is-
0: I'm with you. I'm with the, you. I was like The, the magical
1: animation, it doesn't give you
0: answers. It just does it for you. <laughs> exactly. Um, But uh, they get frozen while they're investigating the boiler room. Meanwhile, the sinister snowman later makes its way to Shaggy and Scooby and they run away uh, into Santa's village where they meet the actual Santa and not the Santa actor that we met earlier. And like the first time I watched it, I did not even realize it was a different Santa. I was like, oh, Oh. Santa actor is nice now. Okay. (laughs) And not even realizing that it was actually Santa because I was not paying enough attention. Fair. Fair. It was pretty obvious that it was Santa when they were like, oh, Santa helped us. I was like, oh, it was the real Santa. Because then we see at the end that it was not actor Santa. But I was like, I was sus on actor Santa for the whole time.
1: Yeah, he, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was the villain, but I was also was thinking like, what is the point of like a cranky Santa? But now that I see the whole thing, I see.
0: Because then I was like, oh, it's actor Santa. He's trying to trap Scooby and Shaggy. Cause I don't know, I was just like in my delusion. Uh, so uh we get the Sinister Snowman catching up to the three of um the Santa and Sh- Scooby and Shaggy. Uh Chaos Unfolds. The three the trio of Scooby Shaggy and uh Santa decide that they can get help if they can get the frozen Glockenspiel working again. I'm like oh, isn't a Glockenspiel like a little like xylophone? What this is I I don't tower. know. <laughs> let me look up glockenspiel Uh, yeah it's like a xylophone i don't know what they were yeah um but uh it's located at the top of the toy store they rush towards it and they're chased by the snowman meanwhile like you said fred daphne and velma somehow break free and they go to find shaggy and scoopy while santa fixes the glockenspiel and gets it running again and then he disappears the real santa the real santa so, like, I was, like, if it's really Santa, though, he doesn't, he could just, like, tap the thing and probably fix it. He doesn't need to, like, actually do work. I yeah. feel like he could just, like, poke it.
1: Wait, so the glockenspiel is, like, those um, moving, um, like, characters that were, like, frozen or something, right? I in guess. The, it's, like, the, the carousel bell, bell
0: thing. But I thought in music class in elementary school, the glockenspiel was, like, a little xylophone. Yeah. That was, like, Whatever that, that
1: like, um, animatronic thing that was, like, moving around, that yeah. was Frozen, right? Wasn't weren't they like was just
0: Christ the bell God. tower, and then they called for, it like, the Glockenspiel, years now, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that's the Glockenspiel. It's like the little carousel thing with the bell. Yeah,
1: yeah, but
0: but, like I've never my, heard it called as a Glockenspiel before.
1: My question is, why was that like if if the main issue was that those things were like frozen? Why were they yeah. frozen for twenty years, and why didn't anyone try to do anything about that in
0: twenty years? <laughs> I don't know. Capitalism, laziness. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you make good points. I'm, but again, the magic of animation. I think I'm taking this too literally. Maybe Same. that's yeah. just... <laughs> but that's why we're here. If we're not going to dissect this movie, then what's the point? Fair. I mean, I'm just being a bit too critical, but... <laughs> we love being critical in these movies. Um, yeah, so they uh, end up uh, breaking free. And the sinister snowman comes into the Glock and Shapiro room and chases mm-hmm. Scooby and Shaggy around the room. As soon as the clock hits 12 a.m., though... The mechanical elf that is part of the glockenspiel tries to hit the belt, but the sinister snowman gets caught up in the way, causing the elf to hit the sinister snowman instead and making the monster collapse. Also, what did you think of the monster being able to, like, shape it?
1: That bothered me, because that is not possible. Right? (laughs) Because I was like, at this point, it might as well be, like, a paranormal, like, out-of-this-world type thing.
0: There was like no. It looked like the worm from Dune that they made the popcorn buckets about. I it was one thing. No, it's okay. But have you seen the SNL sketch about the Dune popcorn no. bucket?
1: I have not seen the SNL sketch either.
0: It looks like the worm from Spongebob.
1: Uh, the, the Alaskan bullworm. Yes. <laughs> See, I know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she, knows, she knows her pop culture references that matter. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the reason uh, who's I'm your favorite Spongebob love... character? I'm sorry? Who's your favorite Spongebob character?
1: I think I'm just going to do um I oh I think I it's funny cuz like someone asked me this recently. I think after some sorry, I'm like it's it, it's it's a tough decision because I've like watched the show obviously for like 25 years. Growing up it was like Sandy cuz she was a girl, but I think overall even though he does annoy me often, I think I have to go with SpongeBob.
0: I love SpongeBob. I am SpongeBob though, so
1: because I, I mean, like- also, I'm a bit biased because like I've met Tom Kenny before,
0: I have his uh, autograph. How did you? Oh, at like some convention, Comic Con. Nice,
1: <laughs> I met him, and I think his name's Roger Bump Bumpus, the guy who know? plays Patrick, yes, or Squidward. Maybe it was Squidward, I, yeah, voiced
0: by Bill Fagerbacher, no, not him. He was in one of the Disney Channel Christmas movies, um, The Ultimate Christmas Present, the guy who voices Patrick, Squidward. Squidward Tentacles. Squidward. Roger Bumpass.
1: Yes, yes. So okay. I met Squidward and, yeah, um, Tom Kenny. Oh, but also to be to continue on my this little spiel, um, what was it? For, when my brother tw- turned turned to 25 several years back, I made him a birthday cake that said, you know, it's funnier than 24. 25 and i had a photo that saved on my phone obviously and when i met tom Kenny at comic con i showed him a photo of that he loved it he had me dm him that image on insta and he posted it to his story
0: (laughs) what you didn't text me oops (laughs)
1: Oops. <laughs> I think I have a screenshot of it somewhere. Okay, you
0: got to send me the screenshot after this but, podcast.
1: And ever since then, I've been following him on Insta. I love <laughs> so him. I, I love that I man. See. He was also
0: Raimundo in Jalen Showdown. That man has a stacked IMDb.
1: Oh and no, doesn't he do is it the Ice King?
0: I think so, yeah. Um, one
1: of the characters from Adventure Time.
0: He also, I think he's married to the uh woman who plays Karen.
1: Oh yes!
0: Oh my God, I love this man, Tom Kenny. What an icon! Uh, he was Dog and Cat Dog. He was the Mayor and Powerpuff Girls. Like what? What an iconic career, filmography. Like Homeboy has credits, and this is Tom Kenny, right? Yeah, he was Mumbo Jumbo and Teen Titans. He was Raimundo. Okay, he's white, but he was playing a Brazilian character. <laughs> I like that cast. Um, he was the Penguin in the Batman animated series. He was Cupid in Fairly Parents. Cupid. Wow. He okay. was Eduardo in Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh,
1: Eduardo? Oh, my God.
0: He plays a lot of Latinos.
1: Okay. Anything- just, to, just to go off on Foster's, the main cast of the Imaginary Friends... Well, not really Blue, but like Eduardo, Coco, and Wilt, I love them. There's like no bad main character besides Blue, but I love the three of them.
0: And My favorite is cheese.
1: (gasps) Cheese. I like chocolate milk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then also it's so smart because Blue and cheese, Blue cheese, but also Mac and cheese. Yep. Genius. Um, Coco, 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 Coco. I love, yeah, I think
1: Coco was like my favorite growing up, but now I think Will might be.
0: I love Eduardo. Eduardo's so fun. Also, he is older than my parents, Tom Kenny.
1: Iconic. How
0: old is he? 61. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. He has two kids. I wonder if his kids are our age. yeah one is born in 1997 and one was born in 2003 literally the same year as me and my brother
1: imagine being the son or daughter of spongebob
0: they probably hate it i would assume if listen if mac kenny or nora kenny are listening to this please (laughs) let us know i would love to interview you
1: you should try to reach out to one of them if you're able to find any contact info
0: I will try, but I also don't want to cease and desist. <laughs> i would be like, can I interview you about your dad?
1: Fair. Um, You know, EG Daily? She voices- yeah, she was on The yeah. Voice.
0: Oh, really? She was on season five of The Voice, and she sang that Faith Hill song. Oh, well, well, i well, find well. it for you. Tommy Pickles? Um,
1: yes, because I follow her and her daughter on TikTok, because they have a very close relationship. And the daughter like eats it up that she's like the daughter of EG Daily.
0: Oh my God, I'm sending you this. Um, also, EG Daily, kind of a MILF. Sorry, that was inappropriate. I am so sorry.
1: Girl, you're fine. Well, I mean, I don't know how, like, the the listeners feel, but, like, <laughs> saying that to
0: me, you're fine. Quay, if you're listening to this, I apologize. So I was at this comedy show. Uh, at, I was doing an open mic, and it's the QT open mic, everyone. Go support Wednesday nights in Los Angeles at Third Wheel Comedy, 7:45 uh, to 10 p.m. If I Quay, was there, I would I support. And Quay, literally, I like. I'm making a joke about my Scooby Doo podcast, and Quay goes up, and she's the MC, and she's like, "Oh my God, y'all! I've been a fan of this podcast for so long. This is like." me meeting my celebrity because I was like oh my god dying of embarrassment but also so cool that someone found me from the wild and like knew who I was and now Clay and I are working on a Scooby-Doo podcast where we're gonna go do the Scooby-Doo escape room in Northridge and we're gonna podcast about it after I'm so excited Clay's gonna come on the podcast multiple times uh and I'm so excited for our friendship to develop but what an iconic moment because I was just like
1: they just like of listen to you randomly and they like found you. Oh, my
0: I God. do want to know how Quay found this podcast because wow. I want to know how she stumbled upon little old me. But listen, I am excited to work with Quay. She is so funny. I highly recommend if you can find clips of her on stand up. Uh, she let me let me uh go follow at Quay Tan Q U E I T A N N on Instagram um and she's amazing she's been in stuff like how to get away with murder an american horror story she's hilarious highly recommend you check her out go support my queen just like she supported me that night she's an icon that
1: was so wholesome
0: it was and I, i'm such a i'm such a fan like we ride for her all day all night
1: i ride for you too yes no, you are. but yes
0: well she knows who you are and you will know who she is uh but we're, we're making friendship happen. Um, and uh, I'm just going to clip cool. this and also send it to her. We're <laughs> like,
1: country fans and friends. We're
0: such a fan. She's iconic. Like go support the QT open mic on Wednesday nights here at Los Angeles in at the third wheel. Um, let's finish up the Scooby-Doo recap though. Uh, we get the remaining gang members. They arrive in the Glockenspiel room. They awesome. unmask the snowman and it's Fabian under the snowman suit. And Havros and Cleet, who is like, <laughs> his cousin. I don't know who he is, but they're like arriving with the police and they're like, Oh, his previous paranoid behavior was caused by the suspicion that he uh, had stolen most of the money. And Fabian wanted to like push his uncle out of the business so he can sell it for profit. Meaning that Havros' suspicion turned out to be true. The police arrest Fabian and the gang talk about how they manage themselves through the chaos. And at the same time they realize (laughs) real Santa left (laughs) with the sleigh because the other Santa is in a dumpster and he's like, get this germ off me or whatever he says. The Santa actor. <laughs> I mean, Santa actors probably get a bad rap because you have to like have all these snotty children sit on your lap uh, at the mall. You probably get underpaid and like get abused by all these parents and Karens. Like, I, I, I do empathize with the Santa actor although he didn't have to like uh take shots at the scooby-doo gang they and did like, nothing to was saying, Like i do this every year like so don't do it like a job you can go work there's like I'm probably rooting, stuff that's hiring like, you don't need to i get background acting work is fun but like we and we you gotta pay to- the
1: bills i like, get it but like you don't have to be miserable and make everyone else around you miserable
0: exactly especially when you're off the clock scooby-doo <laughs> didn't deserve this beef
1: But of course, of course, they wrap it up by having Scooby fill in as Santa. Yeah. Have you ever played Santa in any production of anything? Girlie, I have never been in a production for anything. (laughs) I'm not an actor.
0: You do give theater, Girlie, though. (laughs) Maybe it's the pop showdown of it all. I feel like pop showdown was where all the theater, the cracked theater kids went and hung out.
1: That's so funny. I was never a theater kid. Never. so wild. I, however, if I were to do high school again, (laughs) I would like to have done theater. Not be, like, in the production, but, like, production stage, like, management.
0: Ooh, you did techie.
1: I would do, like, crew stuff because that could have been, like, a good segue into, like, stage work and stuff being on set for, you know, what I do now, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, regrets, but high school. I,
0: um, wish... I had been more involved in theater, I think just because in my high school, you were supposed to be involved in a lot of things that like I kind of like dabbled too much in a little bit of everything. I didn't really like have one main focus. And I wish I pushed sure. myself more in like theater as opposed to like, I don't know what else I was doing in high school. Sure. But yeah. High
1: school? High school I was, was not like how I am now. Like now I don't shut up I talk so much to anyone and we and love
0: like, it that's why we're on a podcast
1: thank you I I feel like I'm so social and outgoing like I am a little like awkward at times but in high school I no 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 I was so awkward so quiet I was I wish I, I had the
0: confidence that I, I have now such, back in high school
1: yeah me too I just had such bad social anxiety that like I remember doing I like I had to like recite a poem in front of like my English class freshman year and I like forgot it because you had to memorize it but i started crying in front of my class and i was just humiliated in front of them for like the rest of the year and i would just not talk in that class like ever again it was just my daily life in high school but anyways now i don't shut up
0: we love it that's why we do podcasting yes um but to be fair i also didn't shut up in class usually like i was that (laughs) kid who always had something to say um
1: because i i wanted to be like that i just
0: but then i like also was so out of pocket and probably way too annoying, but like, listen, annoying <laughs> kids grew up to have podcasts. So we love it.
1: No, um, you talking.
0: Anyways, we finish up. The gang is a new day. They're solved. Another mystery. They can go back to normal for the toy store. <laughs> and the following day, the have Roses toy store is filled with customers and the gang can be seen in costumes, helping around the store, having fun. Like, okay. I'm sorry. I hope they're getting paid for their labor because not only do they solve the mystery, but now you expect them to work for free? I hope this was not a volunteer position in a paid position, especially with holiday pay. Because I don't know, I don't work for free no more. That, mm, Except for this podcast, because it is—I'm trying to build it up. But this is a passion project. This yeah. is different. This is a side hustle. We this, don't do unpaid labor for others. Yeah,
1: I'm never doing that again.
0: Um. But yeah, that's Scooby Doo Haunted Holidays. Uh, do you have any things that you want to add about this?
1: No. over. I mean, I feel like I've, like, kind of said it already, but I thought the pacing was pretty good because, like, nothing felt too slow or boring at any point. It was kind of just kept on going, like, where just where the um, plot was taken, you Um I thought the dialogue was a little cheesy and, like, too on the nose. But, of course, when it's, like, a children's thing, like, you have to make it a bit too obvious for, like, the kids to understand. Um, I... Overall, like I thought, I like I thought it was like pretty fair and decent for like a Scooby movie, pretty pretty mm, like a generic one, I guess you could say. But I still enjoyed it. Like I'm not gonna say no to like any Scooby thing. So.
0: All right, you want to hear? You want to hear some voice cast fun facts? Sure. So Carlos Alas Rockwee, um was the voice of uh, Havros. He was okay. also Spiral, as was um. Tom Kenny, and different Spyro the Dragon stuff. But you want to know who this man played in The Fairly Parents? Juan Dissimo? Yes! No way! Juan Magnifico, Denzel Crocker, and Sheldon Dinglebird. No way. He was also the Taco Bell Chihuahua in the Taco Bell commercials. Um, <laughs> oh, now we're talking. This guy's stacked. <laughs> yo, we also have Crispin Freeman, who was... Um, I don't recognize. He's in a lot of anime, like English dub for animes. Um, he's also in the Bad Batch. Uh, oh, he Bad was Man. Iron Man in Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Huh? Uh, so lots of cool stuff. Uh, I'm trying to see anything else what that he's in. These actors are so cool.
1: They just oh, they blow my mind with the work that they do in the the multiple characters they're able to do.
0: It's so fun to see like what they do. Animation. He was also uh, Maverick in Wolverine and the X-Men which is super cool. Uh yeah, he was he was Mankel, Fabian. Uh he was in Spider-Man uh the animated series as Mysterio and Spot. Ooh. Uh we also have Fred Tatasciore who is in uh Beast in Marvel Media, which is super cool. And Volstag and Hulk also. Okay. Animated uh animation is so cool. Oh my god, he was in Mucha Lucha? Ooh. Oh my Ooh. god. He was Pacha in The Emperor's New School? <gasps> Pacha! Pacha, Emperor's New Groove. underrated.
1: Yeah. Such a, it's a feel-good movie. It's, it's silly. And I liked the show as well.
0: I did too. Oh, he was also Deathstroke in Young Justice, which is uh, okay. Slade in Teen Titans, basically the same name.
1: <laughs> oh, Slade? Sl- oh,
0: his other name is Deathstroke in a different oh, version. Oh, okay, That's okay. Oh my God, he was in a ton of Ben 10 stuff. That's so cool. Oh my God. Anyways, uh, do you have anything else to add about this film?
1: Not really.
0: Um... No worries. Let's get into our segments then. Um, So we have our segments that we do on the Scooby-Doo podcast. I will open up the spreadsheet. Um, So first off, we do the culprit game, Jules. Who did you think was the culprit of this project and spoiler alert i got it wrong so it's okay if you got it wrong
1: no i i thought you got it right
0: no i thought it was actor santa
1: that's Um, what
0: it was i
1: i thought it was i knew it was like the i knew it was fabian his uncle or like the associate or whatever but as time went on i thought it was like the uncle or his like associate so i clearly got that wrong (laughs)
0: <laughs> so you said Havros?
1: Is that the uncle? I think
0: yeah. that's his name. I'm being honest. I don't remember, and I just closed the Wikipedia page. But... Yeah,
1: I have the Wikipedia. Like that's what I keep glancing at on my phone to like reread the no, synopsis, okay. and I'm like, I think that's Havros. Yeah,
0: Havros Menkel, and then there's also Fabian Menkel.
1: I should Menkel, have been, so... I known. Um, I feel so silly. It's okay. You're I, good. I knew those yeah. the three. Meh.
0: Um, But yeah, so no points adjustment. That means oh, wow. that I have the same score of 29 and the guests have 27.5. Let's go to the MVPs and LVPs. Now we talked in the pre-show who you were giving your LVP to. Do you want to go off on your rant about who in the core five is getting your LVP?
1: LVP, and that's like the loser? least
0: valuable. <laughs> yeah, Velma. <laughs> and why? Pop off.
1: I mean this isn't a good reason but like but when I saw it happen I'm like girl this happens to you every damn time you drop your glasses every freaking time she's like jinkies I can't see you the, my, my glasses. Wait, wait, wait. Girl,
0: she needs to like have one of those like goggle it, ties it, around it her head me
1: off because like she lost her glasses and when she puts it on Something was coming straight for her. Forgot what it was, but like something was coming right after her, and she's like, okay. "Oh my god! I wish I couldn't see no. um, you now." Oh, I was just you like, make fed good up points. with points.
0: You make I good was, points." I
1: was fed up with her at this point. I
0: also think that's probably the reason why you gave her your LVP last time, if I had to guess. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh wait, well. wait. But uh, then again, we. Wa- I mean, and where's my mummy? It bothered me how she wasn't like, she, she, like, she wasn't entirely on the same team as like the gang Yeah, she, she
0: kind of disappeared for half that movie right
1: and, and, and yeah and she just she like i get it she was kind of like protecting like the mummy and just um the sphinx and whatnot everything that was going on there like she's kind of more like involved with that but she i don't know she wasn't totally honest with the gang and she kind of like hid from them
0: mm-hmm. from what no, i remember i feel you um, just to keep it diverse, I'm going to give it to Daphne because I feel like Daphne was kind of unmemorable in this movie. Like I could tell Fair. you things Fred did. I could tell you things Shaggy did. Fair. I could tell you things Scooby did. And then I was just between like Velma and Daphne and Fair. Velma also like, I kind of was annoyed that we saw that Velma found this like Christmas card of like the guy who is supposedly the Haunter. Oh, and yeah. then we never then- like see like hit until the end. And I'm like, Velma, you could have done something with this information. Oh,
1: yeah. but- right, right. He um he yeah, he turns out he's in Miami the whole time.
0: Yeah. Beach. Which like catcher sun king. Um anyways, in terms of the MVPs, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first for this? You one?
1: can go first because like I'm between two. All
0: right. I'm giving mine to Scobert. I was just so happy to see my favorite dog get back in the game. So I was just, I don't know. He just had me cheesing. It was between Scooby and Shaggy for me. Yeah.
1: Cause like, it, cause it was the two of them who essentially did it together. Yeah. Fred kind
0: of got trapped in the icicle and like Fred, yeah. like, I don't know. You sometimes Fred can come up with interesting contraptions. Um, but we didn't even talk about like Fred's like their code names that Fred was like, Oh, this is Ascot to glasses. And, I was like, <laughs> and then like chin hair or something was Shaggy, like wild, wild names. But uh, were you going to give it to Shaggy or Scooby as well?
1: Yeah, it was between Shaggy and Scooby because in, in the show at one point, they had said how, yeah, it it was the two of them who essentially uncovered and yeah saw the
0: history. So just for well, the official record to state, who are you giving it to?
1: I'm going to have to go in agreement with you and do my boy Scoobert.
0: Scoobert do! Or- love. It. Also, can we talk about the fact that someone called Shaggy Norville, I'm like, how do you know his real name? He didn't have an inter, inter- like he didn't talk to you at all yeah Um, now just to reset since it has been a minute we have i have given scooby 10 mvp points um and his total is now 24 uh which has him far and away in the lead velma has 21 uh and then we have scrappy with three (laughs) scrappy on the board hey there was some movies that it was just scrappy scooby and shaggy so we had to like make it a little bit more interesting
1: okay do you want to hear a hot take
0: you like scrappy
1: I don't mind him.
0: I also didn't mind him in the stuff we watched. But also, I can understand that maybe he's more annoying the show. Yeah, we were just so like I haven't seen movies.
1: like everything with scrappy Doo, but from I recall like seeing stuff with him in it. When I was younger. I didn't it, it like went over my head. I didn't think too much of it. I didn't think he was like a bad character or anything.
0: Do you know the story about Tim Curry in the live action? Um, Scooby Doo?
1: I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Tim
0: Curry, like okay, apparently I thought this was a true story, but I thought Tim Curry refused to be in the movie because he didn't like Scrappy. Um, and
1: he voiced Scrappy.
0: No, he was supposed to be Rowan Atkinson's character in the live-action one.
1: Who uh, is Atkinson? I'm but, so yeah. sorry. I'm like, who's who? Uh,
0: the live-action Scooby-Doo, Mr. Bean, the guy who plays Mr. Bean.
1: Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, I know who that is. Yes.
0: All right, I'm gonna have to read this article later because I cannot read in podcast at the same time. Too difficult. Um, anyway, so yeah, Daphne has 12 and Shaggy has 15. And then in terms of LVPs, Fred is by far and away the leader with 29. Shaggy has 19.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: Velma with 12, Daphne <laughs> with nine, Scooby with six, only because Scrappy's in less stuff, so he has yeah. five. But um, so yeah, that's Fred.
1: Fred, finally, Fred. He's, he's, uh, he's so...
0: Fred's such a himbo what do we yeah, want
1: he is a himbo but Daphne uh, is just like the classic damsel in distress
0: I love Daphne Daphne I love when Daphne gets stuff to do because sometimes Daphne is kind of just in the background and I don't like my girl being disrespected like that because she's way too talented to be in the background Fair. Jules, I don't know how we've gone 50 minutes and a half doing this movie I felt like this was going to be in and out but we're just like so chaotic and no, I'm like,
1: all, all tangents about other things. But I even love though, it. Like, even though you mentioned a lot of like voice actors who do credits and like other things that, like I haven't seen, so like I feel bad, like I cannot add to that. You're good. But Okay. No, when you just talk about, like, animation, just anything related to that, like, girl, you would get me, like, interested.
0: Also, this came out, like, a week after Big Top Scooby-Doo, which is the last thing we talked about with Lisa. It came out in October of 2012. Like, what? This is a holiday movie. Why is it not coming
1: out? Or maybe just over 13, but, like, oh, my God.
0: Love it. Um, Yeah, oh, dang, we're old.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's my point. I'm just a
0: 25-year-old teenage girl. Exactly. Um... I gave this a 3.5 on my letterbox. If you want to follow me at Brazilian Dragon, I give it a 3.5. It was just a nice, easy watch. I think yeah. I was gonna give it a three, but they used the nutcracker soundtrack, which I go ham mm. for. So I think I, I bumped a it up. For nutcracker. Five. wait, so have
1: good. you seen um I think it was the the Tom and Jerry Nutcracker special?
0: I have not. I need to add it to my list.
1: Okay, because I would I would watch that like year after year.
0: I throw my ass to Tchaikovsky and the like what hmm. no no skips in that soundtrack. <laughs> um what are you giving this Jules? i would out of give five.
1: three out of five
0: a three out of five yeah. all right with your score and my score average together this is a 3.25 and it's solidly like in the middle uh it's uh a solid 3.25 uh one of our highest rated stuff in a moment but also who knows anymore because we've been doing this podcast for three years now at least um anyways uh Jules, uh with all that said, any final thoughts about this production of Scooby-Doo and the Haunted Holidays?
1: I need to do a solid Scooby-Doo rewatch.
0: I do as no, I do not mean to say that. I watched all of these, but it's just been so long overall. I think I'm over halfway done at least.
1: Right. Cuz like I of course like I know I've seen Scooby-Doo. I've seen like a variety of the movies, episodes from like the various um Reboots of the show, but I want to like rewatch at least a few decent ones that I watched a- when I was younger because it, it's, it's a good franchise.
0: It is a good franchise. Well, you oh. also always have an open invite. I know we're past the time when you were younger, but feel free to come back. Oh, and you will be coming back oh, on the podcast. I,
1: I'm coming back. This, Jules I love back. is an
0: unofficial regular host of this podcast. I'd like
1: to come back. Yes. I have I have free time on Sundays
0: the only issue is that we're on different time zones yeah <laughs> that's the hardest well, I, thing i
1: will stay up late for you King. yes and
0: i will wake up early for you sometimes and it's also on... great
1: because um i don't have work tomorrow so that's right. perfect.
0: we love that but jules where can the good people of the social media keep up with you and what is a pop culture plug that you think people should be checking out that isn't related to you but also yeah. if you have stuff related to you and you want to plug that that feel free
1: Oh, so, like, anything pop culture-related that I think people should know about? Yeah. yeah, what
0: are you watching these days that, like, everyone should check out?
1: Mm. Oh, I'm, like, trying to think. Oh, no. I definitely, like, have answers for this. Cause well, first like off,
0: like... plug your social media if you want okay. people to follow you there.
1: I mean, if anyone's interested, jul dot b a r r y is my Instagram. Go follow me there
0: yes that's really it like
1: that's really it like everything else is just like us like a finsta for like twitter or tiktok it's just like joke accounts that's all i ever do
0: we love the joke accounts
1: yeah that's me on social media um i definitely have like things in mind for like tiktoks y'all should follow the the one that's coming to mind at the moment jasper the doll (laughs)
0: got to look this up. I'm not aware.
1: So oh my god,
0: this is terrifying, Jules. What the hell? <laughs> I am removing that from my search history. That was terrifying. No,
1: it's so funny.
0: That's like scarier Cynthia from Rugrats.
1: That is such a good analysis. <laughs> a good like an- analysis.
0: Cynthia had a rough day and that's her twin brother.
1: I would love to dress up as Cynthia for Halloween. Oh my
0: god, iconic. I want I to be something it. slutty this year. A male, like, like I'll be slutty Mario, and like...
1: Ooh, ooh, okay, when I think slutty, I think... Come, um, come
0: to LA for Halloween. That's what you have to come ooh, out. Because that's um, your birthday era. That's a birthday trip for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be 26. I'm going to lose health or get kicked off of my parents' health insurance. Join the club! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zoinks.
0: Zoinks, Scoop! <laughs>
1: Fix fix links.
0: <laughs> what did you do for your champagne birthday? Which I think that's the birthday where you turn the age oh. of your birth date.
1: Oh, isn't that or like your golden birthday?
0: Whatever, what's it called?
1: I call it golden birthday. Like my okay. birthday's on the 22nd of October. So like when I turn 22, is that what you mean? It's the same thing, yeah. According okay. to I call it golden, but that's what I know it as.
0: Um nine is this year. I oh the twenty-seventh on the twenty-seventh. Of which one? July.
1: July. Oh, July. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to go all out. Um, I turned twenty two in
0: 2020. Oh, that was that was fun. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, remote university.
0: Remote study abroad.
1: The way I'm gonna like never shut up about this. How I applied to study abroad four times, four times in college. Cancelled every time because of COVID. Disrespect. And I I tried studying like L.A. Sydney London. It was like a like a running joke. I got interviewed about it for like BU Today. <laughs>
0: it was just just my luck. I thought you meant like for BU like literally today on Sunday February eighteenth. And I was like, oh no. <gasps> oh I'm sorry today. sorry
1: because uh, their online magazine or whatever is calling like, BU Today. Listen,
0: but they couldn't like they they were like you may not study abroad, but you can pop showdown
1: um mm. you know what i yeah oh let me plug in pop showdown boston university's student-run television uh game show um, i used
0: to be a writer and casting person on it so
1: it was so fun i used to be a co-producer and an editor It great experience i love game shows i love pop culture it really bonded me felipe um i made mean, great friends there and yeah that was the, the best
0: part the friendship the game,
1: the game show is still going on at boston university they have socials That's i think
0: who cares like, about it now it's us that we cared about there but just a really...
1: plug-in pop showdown go i love think for insta is just maybe pop showdown i don't really remember what the insta is but just if you type in pop showdown boston university it's gonna pop up somewhere
0: we fully love we'll to totally it.
1: recommend and if you're a boston university student go work on that show get involved
0: love, love it, it. Uh, In terms of me, you can follow at the Brazilian Dragon on Instagram and TikTok to keep up with specifically Instagram, what I'm doing comedy and podcast wise. Um, You can follow my main at with the fleep on all social media. Shout out if you have any ideas or you're listening to the podcast, let us know. Go leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. Help more people discover the podcast, both the Brazilian Dragon main feed and the Scooby Snacks and Chats feed. We got a lot of things cooking here on the Brazilian Dragon Productions. We got some pre-production of a lot of cool stuff. The Scooby Do podcasting is back. We'll get to this as often as possible. Media Made Me with great guests like Matt Scott in your feed. Jules, we got to get you on Media Made Me also. I want to talk about the media that shaped your personality. Um, Interview you for that. But we got a lot of (laughs) things cooking Pre-production on a series that has done a first season already here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. You little super sleuts can try to figure out what I'm talking about. we in pre-production for that. And just like a whole lot of shenanigans. We're having fun. We're doing cool things. We're about to do some expansion on the Brazilian Dragon. I'm excited for what 2024 has in store for us. Plus, um, in terms of pop culture, I've been reading uh, Jeanette McCurdy's memoir, I'm Glad My Mom Died.
1: I read that when it first came out
0: it's really good it's really really freaking good and also Beyonce song 16 carriages and texas hold'em like we're gonna have a beyonce party on uh, march 29th i'm gonna get dressed up in cowboy swag we're gonna have a grand old time and stay tuned to the scooby-doo escape room podcast which is something ambitious we're gonna try i've never podcasted about an escape room but i'm excited
1: Scooby-Doo, um scooby-doo uh, say, uh i cannot speak scooby-doo escape room it's that w- is words are
0: hard it's okay that
1: is but such a good like
0: i was like you. i want to do this i keep hearing people talk about it and i was like why don't we just podcast about it make a podcast out of it but uh, lots of cool stuff is going to happen here on the brazilian dragon keep your attention to the feed please go rate follow subscribe uh <laughs> again five star reviews to be part of the squad um, and let me know if you're listening to this podcast. If you have any suggestions for the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, either uh, reach out to me on social media or uh, Felipe at BrazilianDragonPodcast dot is my email for this uh, network. Uh, lots of cool stuff cooking. Also, go watch Australian Survivor if you're an Australian Survivor mm-hmm. girly. Um, We're gonna convert Jules into Survivor fan. That's what's on the agenda this year. Also, T. Uh, with all that said, this has been a great time here talking about the holiday season in the middle of February. Uh, hop Aww. back into the Mystery Machine. Our next Scooby-Doo podcast will be Scooby-Doo Mask of the Blue Falcon. So until next time everyone, brigadeiro for listening.
1: Thanks for watching and listening.